So, my pranam to all of you. Very happy to be here. Very blessed to be uh, encircled by a whole galaxy of mostly Chila Prabhupada's disciples. This is a real circle of friends, so thanks for your Sakya Mandalam. <laughs> it's my, my fortune to be close to, to all of you, actually. Very sincere sadak, sadaka, so thanks so much for the opportunity to share with you some uh, harikata in my attempt to serve you, please you properly. So, I think our dear Ashramaras had one topic for today, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, at your request. (laughs) (laughs) He tempted me and requested him, and finally some topic came there. Perhaps the most concise way to present it is, well, I was wondering if you would just talk a little bit about the relationship between Bhaiti Bhakti and Raganuga Bhakti and how Guru Seval mixes, mixes in with that, mm-hmm. actually activates that. <laughs> so, let's share some words about that, about <clears throat> the connection. Not so much the disconnection between Bhaiti and Raga Bhakti. <laughs> Let's start by establishing the connection between them. Uh, because sometimes, in the, as we were also sharing some words, and I was reading also some material that Mara shared with me generously today. I, was read, I have already before read that one, but it's very interesting to read over and over again. And uh, sometimes in the, in the, in the in our intention to establish ourselves as Ragabhaktas, we end up dismissing uh, Bhaktas or Bhakti. Maybe we dismiss that officially as not our official path, but it does mean that it's not something that should be uh, worshipable in some form or another. No? Rupa Goswami is including that in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. So Bhakti is part of the nectarian ocean of devotional mellows. So <laughs> maybe it's not the wave we are projecting to surf on for eternity, <laughs> but it's a wave no? inside such an ocean. To, and it's part of what we may call Uttam Bhakti. Because as you know, in, in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Srila Rupa Goswami, in a very systematic way, he presents the idea of... Mm, Bhakti, Uttam Bhakti, Sadhan, Bhava, Prem, Rasa, and so many layers there. But first he describes, as you know, Uttam Bhakti, Nyavila Sita Sunyam Gyan Karma Dinabritam, Anukuliana Krishnanu Silanam Bhakti Ruttama. And eventually, after the saying, what's Uttam Bhakti, he starts to speak about Sadhana Bhakti. From that Uttam Bhakti definition, so foundation, and Sunyam and so on. And on that foundation the idea of sadhana bhakti come, comes. And from that idea of sadhana bhakti two streams comes. One of them being Bhakti. Inside the sadhana bhakti 
that comes from the Uttam Bhakti conception of Rupa Goswami. After that, Raga Bhakti is there. No? We will speak about that. But yeah, it's, I think it's important to, <coughs> to under, underscore, is the word. Sorry, I will start practicing my English with you. <laughs> so long since I've been visiting. So, <laughs> so in, in, the, in, the, in our attempt to underscore the, the details of our own chosen specific path, we should also be very careful to properly underscore the underpinnings of all the other paths that are maybe not exactly the same, but have a place in, what to say, in transcendence, in eternity. So, <clears throat> so what's the difference between Bhaiti Bhakti and Raga Bhakti? <clears throat> well, before that, basically we remember that we remind about the idea of Uttam Bhakti, and we make it clear that Uttam Bhakti has not, not has not to do with attain to becoming an Uttam Bhagavat, and because sometimes the Bodhi have this idea. And in order to practice Uttam Bhakti, you have to go beyond. Kanishta Dikar, Madhyama Dikar, and when you reach Uttama Dikar, you practice Uttam Bhakti. And that's not the idea, no? I mean, Sila Rupa Goswami mentioned that from the right, the very beginning of his book, 11th verse, first section, third wave. Anya Vilasita Sinam Gyan There Sila Rupa Goswami is defining uh, his conception of Bhakti, of Uttam Bhakti, of pure bhakti, as we may call it. Sometimes we can call it ananya bhakti, keval bhakti, pure bhakti, uttam bhakti, sutta bhakti, uttam bhakti, in this case. So there he mentions three and two attributes of this type of bhakti. Three attributes, main attributes called swaruplakshan, two secondary attributes called tadastalakshan. I will mention them briefly because the question is about something else that is foundational to the answer to that question. So the three Swaruplakshan or, or, or direct intrinsic attributes of this Uttam Bhakti is uh, Krishna, Anushilana, Anukulena. No? So it's directed towards Krishna. It has Krishna at its, uh, what we may call Vishaya Lambana, the object to which is directed this Uttam Bhakti. That's a specific object. Krishna, uh, Anushilana means it's a active, if you will, active culture. Culture, you say, cultivation, no, engaging of the senses. That will be more explicit, explaining the description of sadhana bhakti. And they, I'm very, very pleased just touching the point. And Anukulena means uh, it's not only something that is done. It's, it's not something that only that pleases Krishna what you are doing, but you have the intention of pleasing Krishna. That's a different thing, because you can be pleasing Krishna incidentally, you know? like Kamsa, who was very strictly following the most confidential instruction of Bhagavad Gita, Manmana, always <laughs> play thinking me. Kamsa was a real follower of this verse, <laughs> but <laughs> he was unfavorably Krishna conscious. You no, know? his attitude was pratikul, not anukul. You know? So he was thinking of Krishna with fear. He attains some form of mukti, as we know by that. <laughs> Absorbing yourself in Krishna always gets some interesting thing as a result. <laughs> but it's not the Uttam Bhakti that Rupa Goswami is, is, is describing as our goal. So Anukul means uh, have the intention of pleasing Krishna. Not only doing something that will please Krishna, 
that you know it pleases Krishna, that's important also, but have the intention of doing that. And the two, the election, the two secondary marginal attributes are Let's say the ones who may well come as a byproduct of properly doing these first three main attributes, engaging in them. So, totally free of all separate interest, if you will. I'm very generic in here, we, we, we should go in detail and it's a whole universe. What does it mean? Anyavilasitas. <laughs> I will speak about that regarding the idea of, of guru no? and, 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 re- and surrender to guru. And jnan, uh, karma, adi, anabritam. Not being covered, anabritam, by jnan, karma, adi. No, adi means uh, and so on, etc. Like tapasya, uh, renunciation, that having these ideas as, as even, even the misconception as we were speaking these days with Dulal Chandra Prabhu. Oh, Bhakti is coming from Sukriti. Well, if you understand Sukriti as Bhakti, okay, no problem, Bhakti comes from Bhakti. But if you understand Sukriti as, I don't know, Krishna speaks about Sukriti in the Bhagavad Gita, no? Gyan Sukriti no Arjuna, Chaturvida, Vajantima, Sukriti, pious people. So if you think that material piety will get devotional credit, mm, that's an anartha that will get on the way of your culture of Uttam Bhakti. So, this Gyan Karma Adi has to do with these ideas, misconceptions. Well, but Notakur mentions this, uh, them as an anarta to, to the progress of Bhakti, no? Tattva Bibram. If you don't have proper Siddhanta, that's an anarta. <laughs> no, we don't want to offend anyone, <laughs> but it's there in the scriptures, no? I mean, it's an anarta because the implications of not having proper Siddhanta will turn on, turn out in certain, like, acting out your lack of Siddhanta in a ways that won't be favorable to the pleasure of Krishna, to the culture of Uttambhakti. So, Rupa Goswami starts his treatise with this verse, like trying to establish a clear foundation. If, if we go, in, this is not a topic today, but if we go clear analysis in this verse, we will find there is no way, if you really get what Rupa Goswami is saying there, there is no way to mistake Uttam Bhakti with something else. Every single word of that verse is specifically perfectly used to give us the perfect idea of what's Uttam Bhakti and what's something else. Like irreducible to some other form of Bhakti or the conception. So, <clears throat> so after that definition, he he starts to to elaborate on that, describing sadhana bhakti, kriti, sadhya bhavet, like, etc. No, all this, nitya sita krishna prem sadhya kavuna. No? This is the version of Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami of that verse. Trying to to use your senses in an active way, whatever you have, whatever faculties are with you, physical body, subtle body, uh, in, in the pursuit of nitya sidasya bhavasya. The pursuit of bhava, which is nityasiddha. Hmm? You know, nityasiddhasya bhavasya, nityasiddha krishna prema. Not inherent, but inherent, yes. This, yes. Prema is inherent, bhava is inherent, but where? <laughs> That's the problem. No? In the hearts of the nityasiddhas. 
it's Nitya Zidha means eternally established, eternally perfect, and it refers to the eternally established and perfected ones who have well they are Nitya Zidha there because they have Nitya Zidha Krishna Prem. So the idea of sadhana is to make ourselves available, if you will, prepare our heart for the how do you say like the dawn of Bab and this race entering in our heart and eventually going to Prem. So when describing sadhana, there Sri Rupa Goswami goes to these two streams called Bhaiti and uh, Raga Bhakti. Bhaiti sadhana bhakti, uh, Raganuga sadhana bhakti. No, not like some one time, unfortunately, I remember Ashram Maharaj was very sad about that. He was expressing his uh, sorrow by reading in one commentary of the Bhagavatam that there were you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> there are two types of bhakti. <laughs> he said, uh, ba- uh, sadhana bhakti and raganuga bhakti. What do you think? Do you agree with that? Two types of bhakti. Sadhana bhakti and raganuga bhakti. No? 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 no. In a purport to the Srimad Bhagavatam, what do you think? Should it sound nice? No. Okay. We are on the same page. <laughs> Not from Srila Prabhupada's purport, but after the remaining portions of the purports. Hopefully they corrected that, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but the idea is, that's not the point. Sadhana Bhakti is not one thing, and Raganuga Bhakti is something outside of Sadhana Bhakti. Or Sadhana Bhakti is not something outside of Raganuga Bhakti, because Sadhana means particular practice, and Raga Bhakti has particular Sadhana or practice. So, <clears throat> which is the connection between Bhaiti and, and Sadhana? Well, we, we may say that the main... Let's explain the main difference between them. Because, in one sense, there is not so much difference. But the difference makes some difference. <laughs> but the rest of that is very similar. So, the main, the main difference between Bhaidians and Raga Bhakti is like the source of what insp- inspires the practice itself. Like the background... Uh, stimulus, stimulus, stimulant. Yeah. No. In the case of Vaidhi Bhakti, will be more uh, a sense of duty in regards to the mm, mm, to the. Mm, I'm finding a particular word. Sorry. Well, to the statements of the scriptures, there was another word, but no problem. And in the case of Raga Bhakti, will be mainly. Uh, a longing on some level, of, of desire to follow in the footsteps of the inhabitants of Vrindavan. So, there is some difference. Externally, the, the practices may be very similar. Srila Rupa Goswami uh, describes 64 Angas of Bhakti, which are mainly, he's describing them in the context of presenting by the Bhakti. But, he eventually says, these 64 all are apply, applicable to Raga Bhakti, with some few exceptions here and there. No? Like this worship of the queens of Dwarka, some particular uh, nyasan mudra, and all these ritualistic 
stuff that in some form are is there also in in, in Bhakti, but it's mainly prominent in the Bhakti bacteria realm, if we will. But he said mainly the rest of the practice can be performed both no? as a Bhakti Bhakta or as a Raga Bhakta. So the point is, you cannot ascertain if someone is Raga Bhakta or Bhakti Bhakta what, by what he or she is doing, most probably, unless they are glorifying with all their long in the queens of Tuarka, you may know where they are <laughs> pointing. <laughs> but if not, you will have to investigate about their, their inner main factor of motivation. And it may be probable that in the beginning there may be some mixing or some, I mean, not very clear panoramic view for practitioner in the very beginning days. Even though from the very beginning, as we already know, we start to hear about Krishna, as Guru Maharaj says, no, I mean, from the very first day you start to hear about Krishna Vrindavan, not so much Vishnu, Vaikuntha, like this. But the way we are um, how do you say? The way we are playing out our belief sometimes may take a form more in, in, the, in some stages without certain guidance, maybe more body-like form, and gradually it may become more immersed into the main practice of Raghavakti. That now we will go there, uh, and there is a place for that as the Jiva Goswami. Um, presents his concept of ajata, ruchi, raga, nuga, sadhana, bhakti, which may sound like an oxymoron, like uh, tasteless taste bhakti or something <laughs> like this. Oh, so very generous from his part. <laughs> that, that from the very beginning we may receive the, the seed conception of what's the... As we were also speaking these days with Dulal Chanta Prabhu, you know, it's important that we may know, hopefully, from the very beginning of our practice through proper guidance, our proper teachers and preceptors, properly in conceptual terms at least, what's our goal, what's our practice. Because in order to know what to do, also I should know uh, where I'm going to. You know, like we, Guru Maharaj would give this example of you are here, you want to go there. Like the GPS, another more updated example in that regard. I mean, you want to go someplace. First, we put, I want to go here. <laughs> so, according to where you want to go, the whole like path will be like established. No? And also, we have G- our own GPS, Guru Parampara system, <laughs> no? that is acting as a GPS, like showing us how to. <laughs> if you say, I want to go there, and you are here, okay, and the, here and here, you have to. Sometimes GPS is saying, no, there are some accidents on the way, be careful here, but not always, maybe. So, Purupuram Prasistan should really be expert in those regards. Be careful here, no, in two minutes, some accident in the middle, you will have the accident. <laughs> maybe some other had an accident and you have, you have to know what to do there. No? In our case, it's not just I take another street and reach quickly, but I may go where the accident is and I will help the one who has the accident because next accident most probably is mine so. <laughs> so it's a different type of GPS and other dynamics but it's there no? Guru Parampara system Kijai <laughs> so so the point is that it's important that, that even though we are quite far away in, 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 in the practical sense of, of 
everything that represent, is represented in our goal, at least in a theoretical, conceptual sense, we have to have things clear. What's the goal? What's the path? How to attain that? So if theory is proper, Sambanda Gyan is there, Abhideya Gyan will, Abhideya will be there, Abhideya Gyan has to be there also, and Prayoyan. Prayoyan is not only, again, a state of consciousness that we attain, but there is a knowledge to the goal, a knowledge to the Prayoyan. Because of that we speak of Prayoyan Tattva. And there is a Tattva to the Prayoyan, a Tattva to the Abhideya, and in Tattva to the Sambanda. It's not only Sambanda, there's Tattva and Abhideya and Prayoja, and you just uh, take hold tight with your Sambanda and pray strongly. And hopefully Krishna will help you in Abhideya and Prayoja. No, no, there's also a, a conceptual aspect of how to practice, different levels of the practice, what's the goal like. I mean, that's what we know from the very beginning. We reach and we start just look at the walls and you start to receive Prayoja Tattva, no? What's the goal about? They start to look these windows to the spiritual world, start to wonder, they start to inform you. We are not still there. At least in my case, I have not entered the picture. I'm like a painted picture. They are actually moving. (laughs) I think I'm moving and they are still, but it's the opposite. (laughs) Same, similar with the altar, no? Their lordship seems like to be in, like Mauna, Mudra, no? <laughs> not speaking, but as Guru said, they know when to when to speak and when to make silence. So <laughs> we are making too much noise yet, so they remain silent. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. So, but eventually we will start to hear, no? Oh, flute is there. Oh, calling is there. Oh, Nam Rupa Guna Lila movement is there. Oh. I'm there. Oh, you appear in some parts of the picture. <laughs> so all the things should be properly incorporated by in a conceptual way first, and on that foundation we we, we build our, our practice. So <clears throat> so the question was connected to the role of guru. In, in can you repeat that part, Mara? Sorry. Um, well, I, yeah, I was thinking about uh, how surrender and service to the guru mm. activate mm. bhakti. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, before before going to that important part, r- returning to Rubaiti and, and Raga Bhakti, we are supposed to be practicing Raga Bhakti because that's was what Mahaprabhu mainly came to give. He said, Prema Rasani Riyas Koriti Ashwadam Raga Marga Bhakti Loki Koriti Prajana. On one side, Mahaprabhu came to taste Prema Ras, Prema Rasani Riyas Koriti Ashwadam, to relish Prema Rasan. Raga Marga Bhakti Loki Koriti Pracharam. And he came to preach to the whole world Raga Marga Bhakti. That's, that's very clear in, the, in Chaitanya Charitamrita. You cannot like miss that point. Hmm? Of course, it's some, some Bhaiti Bhakta manifest with some strong Vaikuntha, some scars in the midst of, of the Raga Marga flock, flock you say? <laughs> There's, there's no problem with that. There's a place for that person in Vaikuntha through the dispensation of Mahaprabhu as well, but that will be generally uh, 
most probably exception to the rule. So, again, it's very important that we as aspirant Raghavaktas, in the name of being Raghavaktas, we do not do cheaply away with the main uh, the main foundation of what Bhaiti Bhakti is about. Because again, Bhaiti Bhakti is uh, sustained on a sense of duty towards the the, the the statements of scripture. So, at one point, we should be fixing that also. Because, in a proper way, in a proper Raga Marga-like way, <laughs> but again, if we get to know something about Raga Marga, Raga Marga, it's because of what the scriptures are saying. It's not that you and, you and they just woke up and you start to think about the dynamics of Krishna Lila and the different perspectives of Rasa. You went to the temple and realized, oh, these are the same that we're thinking about. It will never happen like that. No? I mean, revelation means something that it's beyond your imagination. I mean, because one thing is imagination, another thing is revelation. Imagination still moves on the realm of non-revealed information. <laughs> it's about what you have experienced now in this lifetime, previous lifetime, but you kind of like make a whole like Bhamanadev and enter into Baikunta and draw some data there and start to imagine no, it's not working like that no, but they have to draw the hole from there down and, and share that with us so revelation is a different thing than imagination so in order to 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 get inspired to thread the raga mark because that's not cheap thing to say I want to follow in the footsteps on the bridge of the bridge of Asis. I mean that's a whole ideal very very specific, very particular, and very hey, an ideal that will ask all full commitment from us. No? It's not just only oh, how how nice the paintings, no? but when you really and now we will go there, when you really start like to penetrate the like the psychology of each every atom there, <laughs> you will realize oh, there is a degree of of responsibility and commitment and disposition to sacrifice and self-forgetfulness that only one single atom from there is making my head spin and, and maybe and sometimes I want to run away from such an idea because it's too much <laughs> no. but gradually we should really get acquainted with the, the psychology there and the nature there and, and, and develop a voluntary disposition yeah I really want to enter there and, 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 and not only I really want to I, I start to develop an irresistible longing to enter there, and when that starts to happen, okay, raga, raga marga proper is starting to to appear in in our path. That path it starts in our crosses with our path. So it's not a cheap thing. I want to go to Vrindavan. Yeah, I like the mood there. Yeah, Krishna is not as God, but as a friend. Yes, but <laughs> some foundation should be there in order to not engage in some form of of sahajism, not some form of cheap devotion, some cheap love. I won't love without, for example, I won't love without philosophical understanding. That's a form of Sahajism. One thing's low price. Being lazy about understanding the proper foundation, Siddhantic foundations of Prem, Prayojan Tattva, Rasa Tattva. If you say, no, 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 that's too much problem, as we say today, chant Hare Krishna, be happy. Yeah, what does what does it mean to chant Hare Krishna and what does it mean to be happy? 
after really chanting Hare Krishna. Oh, <laughs> so as we say the other day, between chant Hare Krishna and be happy, there is brackets with so many considerations. <laughs> so we are trying to realize now what's in the brackets. After that, we go out the brackets. <laughs> so important to to to. To, to invest our time and energy into all those details because as we say love is in the details no? so if you love someone you will express that in details no? so, okay. if someone says you know all those things are details well details make, make love no? so we are about a particular type a detailed type of love so we need so many details to enter into that detailed uh, uh, window of opportunity no? so, because Golok Brindavan is one of many windows of opportunity and a very detailed one a very specific one so in order to enter that specific and detailed window of opportunity we have to become ourselves very detailed in our conception in our focus in our practice because if, if our sadhana is, is generic our goal is still generic I mean we won't enter into some generic Golak Brindavan. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there will be some more time in order for us to become more detailed. It, may, it will take more time, but we should understand that idea. And if I have just an, a very generic idea of who Krishna is and what the practice is that will take me to Him, it's not a chant, six in round, follow four great principles, and at the end of your life, Vishnu Dutas will come and take you to Golok Brindavan. First of all, Fish to take you to Vaikuntha. That's another thing. <laughs> no. So it's, we, we should become like... And, and, and this is not some imposition. I mean, this is a natural development. No? When you start to love someone, you become more and more, more interested into the object of your love till the no, ultimate detail. And that's what you really find yourself loving that person in that mood in that detail mode eventually. Now, for example, as I speak about Madhurya Rasa. Now, as someone may say, yes, we are Ragavaktas and we follow Mahaprabhu, so our mainstream is Madhurya Rasa, so I want that. Well, okay, no problem. But hopefully you don't want that because it's the mainstream. <laughs> so after that, well, which type of Madhurya Rasa? Madhurya Rasa. Because it's not just Madhurya Rasa. Which type? With Krishna, of course. With type of Krishna. Madhuryabha with Krishna in Dwarka. There is type of Madhuryabha there. It's a type of Madhuryabha with Krishna. Maturanath Krishna. With Braja Krishna. No, no, Brindavan, Brindavan Krishna. <laughs> Madhurya Rasa with Krishna and Brindavan. Okay. Which type of Madhurya Rasa? There. <laughs> well, mainly Brindavan will be Parakiya. And we won't have Swakiya conception. Although there is this idea of that there is two types of Golok, the Antar Mandal and the Bahir Mandal, and the external no, expression of Golok, there is some expression of this Fakiya. So someone may ask in, in, in proper way, okay, Braja Krishna, Adhuryarasa, Fakiya or Parakiya? No, no, Parakiya, Parakiya. Antar Mandal, the inside circle. I want the most intimate thing. <laughs> Hopefully from the proper side, <laughs> because sometimes we want it. The most confidential, only just to feel ourselves the most, the most. So, okay. Oh, then which camp? Yeah, yeah. I was just about, about to go there. Yeah. So, which camp? No, you have so many. No? Not only Radharani, 
and Chandrabali, but let's start there, no? Radharani and Chandrabali. No, no, Radharani, Radharani, of course. Okay, <laughs> which will be your Yuteshwari, no? your group leader. Um, <laughs> they want to say, okay, give me some options and I will choose. <laughs> but it's not about give me options I choose. Eventually, I will be the one who will pick that with awareness and my own will saying, it's not that I pick that like being in the supermarket. No, I want that judiciary, and no, but you really are feeling a total uh, identification in one direction, and that's the whole culture. It's okay, Lalita, Lalita, Sanki, Yuteshwari. Okay, and under the guidance of which manjari? No. Okay, so, so my point is, okay, Rupa Manjari, okay. And may, many other tales may be there, but the point is, you know, from saying the goal of life is love of Krishna. From there to this specific idea, there is some way to go. <laughs> and we, will, we should be willing to do that in whatever direction our projection is. Um, and that requires time, culture, identification. So, <clears throat> so Raga Bhakti, again, is a very specific uh, portal, if you will. So we should also become very specific, not in an intellectual way, but there is some information that will nurture our transformation. We need information generally for transformation. Particular type of information means have the potential of particular type of transformation. It takes, I don't know, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Gubinda Lilamrita, whatever, information text. <laughs> Actually, that's not an information text. It's a transformation text. All of them are there, transformed there. The one who wrote that was totally in trance, totally ecstatic. Maybe you are just taking that as information. <laughs> but as Guru Maharaj said, Srimad Bhavatan was written in Samadhi Bhashya. Not in English, not Spanish, not even Sanskrit, language of trance. So in order for you to really enter the text, you have to really enter into Samadhi. You can even learn Sanskrit and not be reading Bhagavatam. Mm-hmm. And when you enter into Samadhi, whatever you read is Bhagavatam. And this is this famous story that one Srila Siddhar Maharaj was in, in his mat in, 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 in Sri Chaitanya Sarasvati Mat. And he was reading newspaper. No. <laughs> so some devotees were like, like shocked. No? Like this is not supposed to happen. No? <laughs> I heard that the guru is always absorbed in the Bhagavad and he's reading the news. You know, so so there someone asked, or, or, or maybe Govinda Maharaj was there and, and I think he saw that the face of the devotee understood his mind. So he said, well, something, some problem there? No, just like I'm trying to figure out what's going on there because no, I thought that guru is always absorbed in Bhagavad and not in Gramya Kata. No, because newspapers, grammar, kata, village talk, village people, village talk. <laughs> there are different types of village talk, of course. No? Golok Brindan has its own grammar, kata, <laughs> some other topic. So he said that, no? He said that point. He said, in the same way as some people who is not qualified hmm, may take the Bhagavad and actually it's like they're, that they are reading the newspaper someone qualified as Guru Maharaj may take newspaper and he's still reading Bhagavatam there. No. Of course, this is not an excuse to whatever, no? but 
that's the point. No? A real Bhagavat sees Bhagavat, whatever. No? The devotee Bhagavat sees the Granta Bhagavat and Bhagavan everywhere. So, on, on the other side, just go into your question, Margie, sorry for the delay. <laughs> on the other side, uh, yeah, by the Bhaktis, I mean, it's something really glorious if you perform it seriously and with commitment. I mean, a real Bhaiti Bhakta is, I mean, totally the, the topmost Raga Bhaktas, if they see a real Bhaiti Bhakta, they will just flo- fall to the floor and offer their pranam. So <laughs> we should be very careful of saying, oh, just, no, they're practicing Bhaiti Bhakti. No, or they're pointing to Vaikuntha. Or, or even what to say, they are in Vaikuntha. You are here. <laughs> we may be even committing operat to someone who isn't above the parabion. Uh, we are still here struggling with the modes of nature. So, I mean, by the bhakti is a form of love of God. It's the form of, of of prem. It's the form of devotion. Of course, it's not our. It's not in our particular uh, taste, but. Some people like the taste. To extend the idea to what Mahaprabhu is giving us. He's sharing mainly Manjari Baba, as you know, but some other streams are there. Sakya Baba is there, mainly from Chananda Prabhu. And some other varieties are there. So we shouldn't think, oh, no, but Madhurya Baba is the sweetest thing. Well, maybe it may be the sweetest in one sense, but not everyone likes sweet so much. No. <laughs> No, like this song from Balabhacharya, no? Maduram, Maduram, no? Madurani, Patera, Kilam, Madur. You sing the whole song, and hopefully you don't have diabetes, because you will die in the midst of the curtain. No? Maduram, 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 Maduram. so much sweet that you just... <laughs> so before singing that song, check out your diabetes. Because <laughs> so much sweet. But some people may don't like mango so much, they may like... I don't know, apple as their favorite fruit. You may say, that's not so sweet. Well, but my tongue says, subjective tongue says, <laughs> apple. <laughs> so, so one says there is some objective reality, but as we want to say, but we may say, okay, objectively with this, but subjectively I feel this. Of course, in this world, our subjectivity is subject to certain influences, but when we, have, we speak about transcendental subjectivity at that point we have to in that direction we offer our prana <laughs> so as you know by the bhakti is ruled by the sense of duty and sometimes we spoke in these terms of awe and reverence but we should also properly conceive that because sometimes we have this idea of in Vaikuntha everyone is afraid of Narayan no? and it's not like that I mean they have love for God it's not like, oh, there comes Narayan, no, let's hide, let's make distance, because, no, a very nice description there is in the Brihad Bhagavatam Vritash, Goswami describes by in a very loving way, but a particular type of loving way. No? That is very loving, but not to the point that Gopakumar can run and give a big embrace to Vishnu, as he wanted to do there. No? He saw Narayan and she shouted, Gopal! And started to run to embrace Vishnu. <laughs> so all the gatekeepers in Vaikuntha are like, Jaibi Jaibi came alarmed again. <laughs> 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 they have some deja vu with the Kumar. So what's going on here? 
<laughs> He's maybe one of those four being like with new clothes and trained. <laughs> I start to say to him, how can you embrace God? I mean, are you out of your mind? No? And, and Gopakumar, well, Gopakumar could appreciate. No? They are saying that to me because they have love for God. It's not because they are offensive to Krishna and Vrindavan. It's a particular subjective lens that takes them to not conceive you can embrace God. But that's beautiful in the, in the proper way. We, we should learn to, to get to that level of appreciation to, for, for our own Raga Bhakti to be really uh, uh, worthy of appreciation also. <laughs> because if I cannot appreciate that by Kuntabasi says, how can you embrace God? From their real perspective, Maybe my own perspective is not so real as well. <laughs> you follow the <laughs> so it's it's a very like uh, consuming exercise. No, at the same time that we are advancing in our own path and our own focus and our own bhav and our own uh, attraction, in the same measure we should be able to at the same time appreciate the others' genuine bona fide attraction and mood and not even appreciate, but get inspired with that. That's more challenging, because sometimes they know, I only will inspire with the ones of my own mood. And of course, Rupa Goswami says, Swajatya, you get Sadhu Sangha with like-minded people, but it doesn't mean that if someone comes from the Sri Sampradaya, oh, he cannot inspire me in my Raga Marga project. He should. Or, or most, you should be able to get inspired from him. Also, Brihad Bhagavatam Rita shows, I think I shared that idea, no? when Gopakumar met Hanuman at Ayodhya, and, and Hanuman said, please, uh, no, Gopakumar said to Hanuman, please, sang, uh, sing the glories of your Lord. Gopakumar didn't say, just speak me about Madan Gopal in Braj. In Sakya perspective. No, he said, sing the glories of your Lord, which is the same as mine, but same and different. So Hanuman started to Glorify Ramachandra and Gopakumar felt, oh, my devotion to Madame Gopal is increasing. That's a real interreligious dialogue. No? <laughs> Both parties end the dialogue with their faith increasing, not challenged by the other. No? So Gopakumar said, oh, Jai Madame Gopal. And after that, Gopakumar asked Hanuman, no, sorry, Hanuman asked Madame Gopal, speak about your Lord. So Madango started to speak about Krishna and Vrindavan from Sakyarasa perspective and at the end Hanuman just the only thing he had to say was Jai Ram <laughs> no? because they had enough uh, Siddhanta to understand we are speaking about the same person and enough Siddhanta to understand difference in mood is there and enough Siddhanta to become inspired by that different perspective in their own specific perspective that's a PhD level of conversation between Heiger Bhaisnaps, no? But that should be there, no? So regarding Guru that we will speak now, that's the same thing. If I met you, I, I won't say you, please sit down and hear about the glories of my Guru Dev. <laughs> if you are a disciple of someone else, I will ask you, speak about the glories of your Guru Dev. And even that won't be happening in the very first moment, no? because sometimes this is always happening. Sometimes devotees find and met themselves for the first time, and at the ten seconds of meeting, it's like, 
who is your guru? (laughs) And depending to your answer, maybe we continue speaking or not. (laughs) You judge the whole person by who is your guru. So that's very uncomfortable. In in the old times, old times, this idea was not presented, not generally, as in the article, one of the articles Maharaj sent me, he said, in the times of the Goswamis or those times, it was not like openly said, who is my guru? This is my guru, this is my guru. It's something very... Gopayet guru radmana, says Sanatana Goswami. No? Hide your guru. Hide your guru. Gopayet guru radmana, gopayet devatamishtam, gopayet chaniyamalikam, gopayet chaniyamantram. No? Hide your istadev, hide your, your malika, hide your mantra. No? Hide means... How to say that in English? Like, take care of that. Do not make that. Do not make a public show of that. By, no? no, take that into the innermost core of your heart and worship is there. No, I mean. So, regarding since we are speaking about the Guru Maharaj, ask this interesting point about how the role of the Guru or surrender to the Guru as a foundation <coughs> to bhakti? Sure. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, in relation to what we, were, we are speaking, of course. No? So We were saying, Rupa Goswami mentions 64 limbs of bhakti. The very first one, the very second one, the very third one, and the very fourth one even, <laughs> all had to do with this thing. But let's go to the first one. Ado Guru Padasrayat, says Rupa Goswami. Okay, we will build our Bhakti uh, temple, Mam Mandir, as Bhakti Nottakur said, temple of the heart. First of all, foundation. Ado Guru Padasraya. Basically, take shelter at the feet of Guru. You have to understand what's the implication of the, of the expression. Because we may say, take... Uh, take shelter at the feet well all of us may be saying the same thing and all of us may have a different idea of what's take shelter at the feet (laughs) so first of all to reach the feet of someone you have to go to to the floor no? especially if the someone the guru is seated on the floor (laughs) you have to go really (laughs) below (laughs) it's not that you will be walking and the guru is there and taking shelter in his feet no 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 you have to go down. So the idea of shelter, saranagati starts to no, to manifest, to be implied there. Taking shelter, surrender. Uh, well, what does it mean, surrender? So many things. And we can stop for a moment there because surrender is the inner life of, of devotion. And without surrender, surrender should be like the active principle of bhakti. Once Elasida Maharaj mentioned, devotion without uh, surrender is basically imitation. It's just an external form. Carcass, you say? Carcass? Mm-hmm. Like the carcass. But the inner life of, of devotion is saranagati. Try to do the exercise. Try to imagine any devotional uh, situation and extract surrender from that. Take that out. So what's what, what remains there? I mean, you the life of the whole thing is taken out. So, uh, 
Saranagati's Guru Maharaj also explains it like the stage on which the, the drama of the Leela is being performed. So the point is, the Leela is very... What's going on in the Leela is something very heavy. <laughs> so the stage has to be really able to sustain such a movement. Leela's movement, Leela's dance, Leela's play, Leela's <laughs> different powerful expressions. So the scenario, stage has to be really powerful. And above the stage, there has to be foundations to the whole theater. <laughs> so Siddhanta could be those foundations. You know? On the foundation of proper Siddhanta, we can express proper Sharanagati. We can construct a nice stage where eventually Leela will be performed. So, and some of the articles Maharaj shared with me, you know, sometimes there are devotees who like to jump into this idea of jump into the stage, basically. You know, Leela Shmaranam, you know, or even Leela Shravanam and Leela Kirtan, which is very nice to hear and speak about Bhagavan's uh, exploits. But there has to be certain qualification for that. There has to be certain adhikar for you to be doing that in a in a realistic way. No? What to speak about smaranam? No? Smaranam, which is one of the main po- uh, activities in raga bhakti, a certain stage of raga bhakti, smaranam will become prominent. Of course, smaranam will come as a result of shravanam kirtanam. That's very prominent in raga bhakti as well, of course. But eventually, Shmarna will take some precedence there <coughs> into the form of inner life. But again, what the scripture says everywhere is for you to practice Shmarna, your mind has to be under control, at least on a certain point, at least to the point of Sattva Gun. And we say Sattva Gun, Sattva Gun is, is Maya. <laughs> yes, in one point, Sattva Gun is Maya. It's, it's one of the three elements that constitute Maya Shakti. But at least you have to reach that sophisticated level of Maya Shakti <laughs> from which you can have a clearer perspective of, of what's on the other side of the shore you know, and, and do the, the quantum leap into transcendence eventually. But if you would just, just go some steps back and just try to jump and you know, enter into the stage of Lila Smaranang still being totally like wrapped wrapped with with into which is the next word with rajas and tamas I mean your so called meditation what to speak about Bikadashabab Siddha Pranali I will meditate in my spiritual body I mean it won't happen it won't really happen so because of that our church has been very strongly speaking about that not to the point of entirely dismissing something like the giving of the spiritual body that reveal, reveal revelation but that should be done on certain foundation and certain and that's not that everyone had to also receive as we were also speaking you can, we can attain perfection by Harinam properly embracing Harinam that's clearly established in the scriptures by the Goswamis um, on the other side we can receive the revelation of our internal, eternal identity, but if our mind is totally rajasic and tamasic, when you seek to do whatever, lila shmaranam, you will end up in, your mind will be doing shopping here and there, you know, I mean, Starbucks and, and whatever place, and that, your, that will be the only smaranam we will be able to do. So we should also be realistic about the, the necessity that no matter if you are in the, 
Ragamark Sampradaya, uh, Siddha Pranali lineage or whatever, all of us will have to go through the same chapters, <laughs> same steps in the ladder. It's not that, oh no, I'm coming from the most esoteric background. Yeah, but if you are in Anartha Nibriti, you are in Anartha Nibriti. And I mean, you are not in Ruchi. You, will not, you won't get quicker to Ruchi by joining a Siddha Pranali lineage. No, that's the point. And some devotees have this confusion. Oh, I will. No. But the, the, the important thing is how to properly embrace the conception, whatever conception that may be given in any given school. So, the, what will guarantee the proper embrace is this Saranagati, actually. No? It's not so much how long is my guru's birth or whatever, things like this. No? <laughs> Which is my Saranagati? That's the very first step. Saranagati. Rupa Goswami says, if you want to practice bhakti, this is the beginning point. You have to have faith, as we know, because surrender is the outer expression of faith so everything starts with faith without faith we cannot make one single step in our life because who knows what will happen <laughs> but if you make one step towards the kitchen it's because you have some faith that I don't know I'll survive by going there nothing wrong will be there but if you are in the middle of the street and the cars are coming you won't do that step you, know? you don't have faith that you will survive in that case so <laughs> So faith is required for every single movement in our lives. So that's the very beginning. Have proper faith in the proper person. Tasmat gurum prabhadita. No, that's the other shloka, but that's connected to that. <laughs> Ado guru padashraya. Sorry. But this is in, 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 the, in, in line with the Bhagavad and definition of guru. So first surrender. Krishna says the same in the Gita. You want knowledge about transcendence? Surrender to the Guru. First, surrender, humility, and service, he said. You want real, full, revealed knowledge? Surrender, humility, service. That's the, the password. <laughs> it's not having a big brain, it's not having like whatever exquisite sensibilities for certain aesthetic, whatever. No. Surrender, humility, and service, attitude. That will uh, attract the blessings from Sri Guru. That will please the Guru. Guru has to be pleased with us. That day I was reading one nice... Someone asked Bhakti Bhigyan Bharati Maharaj. He was a very renowned disciple of Bhakti Daita Madhu Maharaj. Someone asked him, how do we know that Sri Guru is pleased with us, with our service? How do we know that Sri Guru is pleased with our service? (laughs) So he gave a very simple answer, but very to the core of the point. He said, we know that Sri Guru is pleased with our service because we will, our desire for, for engaging in service of Sri Guru will be increasing in us. <laughs> That's a very simple way of measuring where we are. <laughs> How much Guru Dev is pleased. The Guru department, if you will. Because whenever we say Guru, as whenever we say Krishna, we know Krishna is not alone. So that Jiva Goswami actually he explains in this Anyabila Sitasunyam verse, Krishna, the word Krishna, he says, Krishna means Krishna and huh? his uh, retinue, you say in English? Mm-hmm. Mm. So when we say Guru, in the same way, I mean, we are not just alienating, isolating that figure from the rest of the Guru department, Guru galaxy. So Guru means Guru Tattva. Samasti and Vyasti. 
no? the, the, the individual microcosmic representation, <coughs> the universal global representation. So, if our desire for serving three guru, whatever it means, everything increases, they are pleased with us. No? So, actually, that's our life and soul. There's no, like, uh, trick to like, to go around that and get to attain success in bhakti without to really um, going through this surrender to the Guru. And surrender to the Guru, as you know, starts with this basic idea of anukulyasya kalpa pratikulyasya varana. Whatever he likes, well, make that your like. Whatever he dislikes, make that your dislike. In one point, it's not that you are devoid of personality, <laughs> but your likes and dislikes, your own individual likes or dislikes, will be built in the context of your guru's likes and dislikes. That's because his likes and dislikes are so deep, are so wide, that give room for expression of individuality, or of likes and dislikes, but in the context of a particular idea of likes and dislikes. That is his own surrender to his own guru, and so on, so on, so on. So, and we see that that's the very first beginning this definition of Saranagati, first two stages, but sometimes we may fail with that, or we may not be fully identified with that. Sri Guru wants something, he even expressed, I will like that, he even may ask, help me with that, in this particular way, and we may find ourselves, I have a separate agenda in this regard. I don't feel so much inspired with that. So I, I will try to please him somehow or another way. And there can be another way, but maybe that should be the way also. No? As the famous example of Silasida Maharaj, who said to his own Guru Maharaj, Prabhupada Siddhanta, three times no, if you will. When he said, go to Western countries. And the other side, he said, no, no, no. So he may say, oh, he's not so surrendered. No? Three times no. Three excuses he gave. <laughs> they were not excuses because the fourth thing he says, but if you want, if you are pleased with me going there, I'm there. I'm already there. But I'm only saying this because I'm thinking what may please you the most, how I may please you the most. This is my consideration. But if you consider that I will please you the most by listening, fourth consideration. I have my ticket I'm there whenever you want. That's a very important thing. No? The psychology behind the, the answer to these things. No? He was totally willing to do that. So, of course, surrendering to the Guru has to do about that. What are we surrendering? We are surrendering our own will, basically. No? Again, not becoming automatons, but I surrender my will into a specific like parameter and inside that parameter I will receive a new identity a new individuality a new way of flowing and being much more free because unless we surrender our will in, in the context of Guru's parameters we are still expressing our so-called free will <laughs> in some other context some other parameters Rajas, Tamas, Sattva I mean it's not that I'm free I'm just free uh, to, to do my nonsense in the context of the gunas 
If that's freedom for you, well, okay. <laughs> I invite you to learn the philosophy all over again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so real freedom is basically taking out the expression of our will and putting and surrendering that in, into a different context. Because now we are surrendering our will to the gunas. As conditioned souls, that's what we do. And that's what we call, I'm free. No. I do what I like. But what does the, the Bhagavad Gita say? Nasasidimabhabnoti nasukam naparangatim karata. If you reject what Shastra is saying, by extension what Guru is saying, what Revelation is saying, and instead of that you act whimsically, he says, nasukam naparangatim nasasidim. No perfection, no happiness, no supreme goal. So, if there is no perfection, no happiness, no supreme goal, what's there? <laughs> Bikedic. <laughs> so, that's what remains in the whimsical perimeter. No? Okay, I will express my free will in the context of my whimsy and will. Okay. You won't attain those things. If you want to attain perfection, happiness, and the ultimate goal, you take your will and you offer that, you surrender that into a new context called GPS, as we say. Guru Parampara system. But for that you have to have trust, because trust is I mean, trust is the one that will take you to take one thing and invest that thing that is your own self, not a thing. <laughs> you are investing yourself into a new challenging direction and you have to really believe that yourself, because it's a very like at least so-called, apparently, apparently risky move. No, oh, no, now I'm taking my whole will and phew, throwing that in this new direction. So some faith has to be there. And of course, faith is not a, a belief. No, faith is the conviction that comes from un, undeniable experience, basically. So undeniable that you start to do weird things like the Vaishnavas do. No? So, so you have to have a really... Yeah, revelation basically. No? Revelation enters in touch with us, and that inspires initial faith, initial level of saranagati, expressing that faith into some direction. The direction is guru. And that department is the consumer of our, if you will, consumer, no? giver, but consumer of our saranagati. No? We should surrender into a direction that the department has the capacity to really fully consume our tendency to surrender. In this world, nobody wants to do that so much, because that's a very big commitment. If you say to someone, I want to fully surrender to you in unthinkable levels, and the person will be immediately calling the closest <laughs> taxis there and disappear, because that's too much. So... But guru has that capacity, and that's why sometimes the guru representatives, I mean the gurus, the representatives of the agency, I mean, they are acting with their disciples, or they are being inspired to act by Krishna, with their disciples in, in some apparently consuming way, or give here, surrender, do this, well, in a proper way, of course, always. But there has to be this invitation to... Give me your will. Give me your will. Prabhupada Bhaktisiddhanta would say, Give me your ears. He said to his disciples, Do not give me anything, just your ears. But he knew, no? <laughs> Those little holes are <laughs> no coming back from the journey. 
through that he will say, give me your ears, yes? Give me your will. (laughs) (laughs) So through the ears he will say, give me your will. But he's giving... Ah, they are giving their theirs, no, their will. So that's the main thing. It's not that oh, Guru is asking me their will. But they, they are to, they have already offered their will totally before they are asking me that. No, it's not that even an exchange. He's he no, he's not given saying to me, no, give me your will and I will give mine. I, they have already gave theirs long time ago. <laughs> so so we should gradually awake to that reality and naturally became voluntarily inspired to say yes I want to do that also that's a, what makes everything work when Sri Guru sees you voluntarily say I want to offer myself fully as much as I can fully do it now most, most probably tomorrow you will realize you could have offered yourself a little bit more <laughs> and that's what we call progress <laughs> and every day and, and there will no end to that no, you see inhabitants in, in, in Golabrindavan they think we are not surrender. We are ordinary beings. We have no love for Krishna. <laughs> gopis. Now I, I study Venu Gita and the Gopis. All the verses are saying this. Oh, the Gopas are so fortunate. We have no fortune. The land of Vrindavan is so fortunate, having the souls of the feet of Krishna. We have no fortune. The bee, the 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 the, the deer is so fortunate. They are going towards Krishna. And the duck, the duck is the buck, buck. Mm-hmm. Their husbands are going with them. But our husbands are not coming with us. They are envious of Krishna. <laughs> so they start, whatever they see, something, whatever, a peacock, and a, a branch of the tree, oh, they are so fortunate. Damned on us, we have done. So the idea is, there, there is no limit to their... I mean, they are so surrendered, that they can always surrender a little bit more. <laughs> so that's the nature of the spiritual world. Silasyamaj would say that entering into the spiritual world means there is no limit to to making progress. Are you prepared for that? To go to a place where there is no limit to progress. I mean, at every step you can grow and expand and surrender more and give more and love more. (laughs) There is no resting. That's the resting itself and more. As Guru says, we are not looking for... No. eternal resting but eternal dancing and movement no? mm-hmm. <laughs> surrender is a type of dancing actually no? if the devotees surrender oh he will be really dancing in seva no? his movements his running his here and there <laughs> so so yes this surrender to the guru is is foundational to everything else after that Rupa Goswami briefly I'm just finishing he says uh Ado Guru Padasraya Sri Krishna Dikshadi Sikshanam Vishrambena Guru Siva Sadhu Bhartbanu Sarana. He said, Surrender to the feet of the Guru, then accept Diksha and further Siksha, because surrender to the feet implies Siksha, and open yourself to Siksha, no? because Siksha implies opening to what's going on, to what's coming. Eventually you will accept Diksha, more Siksha. Vishrambena Guru Seva, you know, we must always quote this line, you know, relating to serving Guru with some, how the Vishramba, like with confidence, some trust, some respect, but also some type of friendship eventually. Your relationship with the Guru will mature into the form of, oh, my best friend, 
all my friends. <laughs> no, but of course, it's a friendship that is founded on on, on, on the feeling of surrender and service. So we should know how to go through all these layers in a in a legal way, and not just I want Guru Dev to be my friend <laughs> first. Some of I want Krishna to be my friend. Okay, but first. First, we should very clearly how he is not your friend <laughs> and how he is the supreme personality of Godhead, if you will. No? How to invoke Aishvarya Gyan in the proper way and eventually we will start to <laughs> dismiss that and Madhurya, the intimacy, will win over. But that's a whole art. It's not something that we just press a button and Krishna is no more God for me. Now he's my friend. It can be still your imagination. Not necessarily you have been situated in your staibav. No, so it's a whole process to staibav to really locate yourself into unmovable, unmovable, unmovable emotion. Staibav, nothing will move you from there. So, and after that, Rupa Goswami says, "Sadhu Bhartmanusaranam," following the footsteps of the sadhus, like implying guru. Guru is not alone, sadhus, retinue is there. So these are the four, first four points that Rupa Goswami mentioned. After that he goes with 60 more, four, 64 more, 60 more, sorry. <laughs> and some of them repeating the first one. No? At the end he says, sadhu sangha again, namakirtan, like this. So from the very beginning he wants to make this clear. You want to enter into Gaudiya Vaishnavism, as we were speaking these days with you have to know what's Gaudiya Vaishnavism, this specific window of opportunity, where it all starts, how it all starts, and how it all proceeds till you really get to the Prayodhan. Saranagati to the Guru, that's always there. I mean, that's not only fundamental to the beginning point, but at the end your Guru will be there also. I mean, you will be serving next to him, if you will. Golok, Nityanavadvip. Now this is described. There is a very nice uh, padati triad. One, one like um, how do you say in English? Padati manual, like manual. Described well, the like extended version of the Ashtakaliya Lila of Mahaprabhu, written by Sridhar Krishna Das Baba from Govardhan. And he very nicely de- depicts there the daily life of the eternal devotee Nityanavadvip and how he. He's doing all his service in, sur- in surrender to his Guru Dev. No, Guru Dev is there. And first, he's serving. No, Panchatattva is there. Goswamis are there. Guru Dev Parampara is there, and he cleans Guru, Mara- Guru Maharaj's room and goes there. After that, he does. He takes his prasad. But the, the idea of Guru Dev and service to Guru Dev is present in the daily eternal life in Nityanavadu. So it's not just something like a means to a, another goal. No, it's not something that we will discard, discard mm-hmm. dismiss at, at some point. But actually, I mean, if it, the, the logic is this. If this is so crucial and important, for even for beginners, it makes sense that as much as I advance, that so much important thing will become every time much more important. <laughs> not every time less important. And now is Krishna. And Guru Maharaj is... Well, Die with this? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Krishna will be closer, but Guru there will be closer because he's closer to Krishna. <laughs> Krishna is not alone. 
No? So Chaitanya Charitamrita makes this point very clear. Not this beautiful verse, Krishna Bhakti Janmamol, Hoy Sadhu Sangha, Krishna Janme, Krishna Prem Janmetenho Punar Mokya Anga. Krishna Bhakti Janmamol, the root cause for the birth of Krishna Bhakti, I mean, it's very clear, <laughs> Sadhu Sangha. No? Today the topic is not in currency in Bhakti, but you have that verse for that. Krishna Bhakti Janmamol, Hoy Sadhu, Krishna Bhakti Janmamol, the root cause of birth of bhakti, sadhu sangha. And second line in this regard, Krishna Prem, Janme, Tenho Punar Mukyanga. Even when Krishna Prem is born, Tenho Punar Mukyanga. Mukyanga. Sadhu sangha still is Mukyanga. No? It's main practice, most important practice there. Krishna Prem, spiritual war, Golok Sadhu Sangha. <laughs> so, Saranagati to Sri Guru in their particular form and mood. Mm-hmm. So, so, it's important to understand all success depends on, on, in that direction. Um, and I should focus my practice, my prayers, always. Because of that, we receive always this education. If you go to want to go to Radha Krishna first, Vaishnavs, Guru, mm-hmm. Nityananda, Gauranga, Radha and Krishna. There is some sequence there. For example, in Gaudiamat, they sing kirtans in this way. You will find them. Kirtan is not just, let's sit and, which song do you like the most? Let's sing that one. No, they have first, no, Guru, Vaishnavs, Kirtan, Mahaprabhu, Nityananda, Kirtan, Mahaprabhu, Kirtan, Radha and Krishna. Very like, no, sequential, conceptual, like ascension, like going up. Just to, to have this idea clear, no? where everything starts. And we start with Guru, but when we go to Mahaprabhu and Nityananda, Guru is included there in the, in, the, in the equation. It's not that Guru was left behind, and now it's Mahaprabhu and Nityananda. They are there. And, and after we go to Radha and Krishna, Mahaprabhu, Nityananda, and Guru are there in particular forms and representations. It's like higher and higher synthesis, if you will, in some way or another. So. So yes, the role of the, of the Guru in whatever, Bhadi Bhakti, again, these 64 limbs are both for Bhadi Bhakti and Raga Bhakti, and the four, first four that are, some distinction is made with the first ten, generally, that they very important, and the first four are these very important things that apply both to Bhadi Bhakti and to Raga Bhakti. These first four are not something that, no, they are for the Bhadi Bhaktas. <laughs> These are not the ones that are only for Bhaktas, like worshipping Queens of Dwarka, taking shelter of Guru. Bhaktas, no. <laughs> especially as a Raga Bhakta, these are very important. Very important. So we should take proper care of that. And, and well, maybe some other day we may even go deeper into the idea of what does it imply to surrender to the Guru, because so many things we can say. But, well, I don't want to get it longer already do it did it so. but I don't know if there is some brief question or doubt something that was not clear or you would like to add Maharaj any of you you were talking you were finishing up with the importance of those first uh, Angas of Bhakti and Rupa describes the first 20 mm. the 10 Vidhi and the mm. 10 Nishes as the entrance to the temple of Bhakti. So you don't actually enter get to the other mm. forty four mm. 
um, without those other things. They they help make us fit yeah. um, to engage. That, yeah. that creates our sadhaka deha. Mm. Yeah, totally agree. Like, I mean, they're backed in themselves, but at the same time, they're like preliminary <coughs> functions for a pro- proper entrance into actual engagement in certain angas of bhakti that will appear after that. But again, this first 20 vidya and that continue when we are engaging the other, because the other ones are being conducted, being guided by no? Guru Vaishnav, basically that's the idea, no? So, so yes. It's important to, 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 to take time for really chewing <laughs> these points, because if not, we will make go quicker, quickly to... Let's go to the 21st point. <laughs> and you think you enter the temple of Bhakti, but you enter some other room no? that may be painted similarly, but it's like all Maya Shakti architecture, Maya Dhanava appear there and make it so-called temple of Bhakti <laughs> for the ones who want to jump the, over the first 20. So, yeah, that's very important. Again, to lay the foundation. It's Because the success will, will, will rest on the foundation. I mean, if we are very anxious to have a very beautiful temple constructed, but maybe foundation is... I mean, no one will see the foundation. You will all, Everyone will see the, the, the temple. Oh, how nice temple, but the foundation is not there. <laughs> so we should be more concerned with the beautiful foundation. Secret, beautiful foundation. No one will see in one sense, but eventually, in the context of bhakti, that foundation will speak for itself, and, and the temple will be duly sustainable, and that will make the temple beautiful. No, I mean, the temple of Bhakti is beautiful as much as it's sustainable. <laughs> Not that it's really fancy colored or whatever, and it lasts for one week only. <laughs> so, I don't know how do you call in English these stars that go in the sky for that shine and shoot. Shooting. Shooting star. So we don't want to be shooting star. No? Appear, shines, and disappears. <laughs> But as we say, oh, we are Vaishnavs, so Vaishnavs come from Vishnu, and Vishnu is the sustainer. So our duty as Vaishnavs is to make our life sustainable. Our sadhanas, our vows, sustainability in the context of Raga Marga, if you will. Not only in the context of ecological architecture, but <laughs> sustainability in every pore of our being. So, yeah. so thanks so much, Maharaj, for inviting me to share some words on this. Actually, I wanted him to give the class, but he denied that, like he denied today to sing in the curtain, he denied to give the class also. But that's his mercy to allow me to try to purify <laughs> sharing some words in his service and the service of all Vaishnav. So, thanks so much and you know, hope to see you for a month or so. <laughs> Where is your schedule? Uh, tomorrow we are leaving to Raleigh, Raleigh, for like six days, till the what, 24, I think. Um, after that I'm here, and that's my schedule, I'm here. <laughs> Use me as you consider, <laughs> that's my schedule, <laughs> till November 1st, I think, I will be leaving here. Something. So one month and... Almost month and a half since yes yesterday. So hope to see you soon. To have have darshan there of Radha Gopinath. Okay. 
श्री राधा गोपीनाथ की श्री गोराधा माधव की गुरुदेव पति तपवान की श्रीमन महाप्रभु की जय श्री नाम संकीर्तन की जय गौर भक्त वृंद की और प्रेमानंद